Welcome to episode seven of the FitSess podcast. Today we have Danny. Uh, he's a PTI in the army and he tells some fantastic stories. We talk about him getting beasted. We talk about his fitness journey. We talk about how like the moment he was eating a kebab on a Wednesday and he decided this lifestyle isn't for me anymore, guys. So yeah, it's a fantastic podcast, guys. I'm amazed that we're at episode seven as well. Like We've just been bashing these podcasts out every single week. We have some interesting ones coming. Next week, um, we have Ganesh who interviews myself. Um, and that's part one, and it's like the Gam wanted to do it. It was like the early days of my life. And uh, the week after, we have Connor Hitchens, uh, who's an MMA fighter, uh, and he's got a fantastic story. He talks about training, the differences uh, between how he used to start fighting and like what it's like now, how the industry's changed. Uh, when he first started fighting, there wasn't that much uh, strength and conditioning, there wasn't that much training needed. It was all about the sparring. Uh, and the rolling and the technique and now obviously as the industry has progressed as there's more money in the sport uh, obviously they need to get faster fitter and stronger and then the week after that we also uh, we have another one with myself uh, and at some point we will get stefan uh, on the podcast so i hope you enjoy guys thank you so much for sharing all over social media we really appreciate it and if you have any ideas on what you'd like on our podcast simply drop them in guys we'd love to hear your feedback and uh, leave us some good reviews thank you Welcome guys and on today's episode we have Danny Sansom. He's a PTI in the army and I'm excited for him to tell us all about his journey. Um, I actually didn't know this until I asked him to be on the podcast but he's got quite an extreme weight loss um, journey and obviously he's, a, he's in the army as a PTI so it'll be very interested uh, to hear what that's like, the experiences he's had and all the different people he's come across. First of all Dan, if you could tell us like what a PTI is and like what they do in the army. Yeah, yeah, so there's there's different variants of PTIs. So a PTI stands for physical training instructor. So you head up um, physical training throughout a set unit or subunit that you work for or attached to. So my job at the moment, I've got around 60 to 70 people that I'm solely responsible for, for making sure that they keep physically fit and are able to pass the physical test within the army to enable them to deploy on major exercise or on operations. Wow, that's awesome. And tell us a little bit about how you started your fitness journey and like where it began, when it began. So being in the army, people think everybody in the army is as fit as a fiddle. You know, you join up and you can run a marathon daily, but that's not the case. That's what I thought. So Yeah, yeah. Most soldiers, to be honest with you, they don't really like physical training because they get made to do it daily. Well, it's just like part of the job for them. I mean, not everybody, don't get me wrong, but most people. Unfortunately, up until maybe five years ago, I was one of them people. I was like, great, you know, I've got to do PT at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's me training, bag done for the day. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, but that's not a great way to live by, to be honest with you. And I was just, I was on a slippery slope where I was just drinking all the time and being in that drinking culture of the army, eating crap food, didn't really know much about dieting and I just got sick of it, to be honest with you. So you like your lifestyle was quite poor? Oh, 100%, yeah, 100%. I was literally drinking like three, four times a week because that is literally some of the lifestyle that you have in the army. It's, it's quite easy to get sucked into it. Okay. Until like, yeah, like five years ago, I was eating a kebab on a Wednesday. I remember it clear as day. And I was like, you know what, I don't want to do this no more. And then I just started going to the gym and, you know, you deal with the two weeks of doms when you, when you don't really know what you're doing as well. Um, and I just found a diet routine that kind of fitted around me and I kind of enjoyed it. And then I boxed in the army as well. 
Um, so I went back boxing, um, went on a promotion course, a leadership course, which was six weeks, um, demanding like physical training twice a day, as well as, you know, I can't really explain it, but getting beasted, we call it, <laughs> all day, every day. And at the end of that, I come out, I come out of it fit as a fiddle. And my stock major comes to me and he's like, look, you're not going to promote for a year. Um, do you want to get put forward to possibly being a PTI? I was like, yeah, yeah. So, That's yeah, amazing. I went so do you like what do you do now do you beast the people is that like your job bro part of your job bro um if people ask what a pti is in the army they would say yeah they're just beast us like they're just assholes. <laughs> there's actual set formats of what we have to do now i mean back in the old days you know maybe 10 years ago a pti you'd just absolutely beast you or thrash you for no reason at all you'd be climbing ropes for an hour just yeah, yeah. just because it was their entertainment it's kind of caught up now thankfully and oh, people yeah. can understand recovery and lactate and all those wonderful things exactly that and you know they're starting to bring in like education of movements oh wow um, in now and stuff so we have to work on something called um daily undulating block periodization oh so periodization is so yeah. important. It's the same, just to anyone listening, that's the same as like uh, if we did like a 531 program and we wanted some linear progression, it's very similar to progressive overload, guys. So that's basically what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. So if like the, the commanding officer comes to um, the RAPTCI, which is the head PTR, and says, right, we're deploying in six months' time, um, what are you going to do? How are you going to get my guys fit? So we'll spend the first two months learning movements, learning how to squat correctly, getting the uh, the right mobility to get in the squat nice and safely and correctly and so on and so forth and then you'll build up to a one minute match during that foundation phase then you have a weak deload and then you go into the next phase of resilience where you ramp the, p- the fizz up massively you do what we call green pt where you see people running through rivers with logs like <laughs> loads of weight on the back sounds good that doing optical courses um, and then you know you do that for another two months you get another week off and then you do the mission specific pt so whatever your, your your mission is that you've been tasked to do forward yeah what's the craziest thing you've ever done like what's the biggest beasting you've ever had like was there a crazy moment where you were like now nah, i want to give up that i've had personally yeah well oh, so um so on my promotion course to get my second tape to get my second promotion um we had to do uh, like four weeks in the field living in the field and one of the weeks was was a digging in phase it was called so you had to dig trenches underground trenches um, and defend these trenches now you think massive trenching system it takes ages and I think it took us like four days without sleep digging non-stop to dig the, these trenches so you didn't sleep uh, for four days? no no I didn't sleep for four days like you, you learn that you learn to sleep with sleep uh, learn to, to live with sleep deprivation it's, it's not fun like people sleepwalk everywhere and daydream it's quite funny to be honest but wow. yeah so um so we dug these trenches um and then there was like right so i want you to defend them for whatever happens okay so then an attack comes in so when an attack comes in um, obviously you fight forward you, you defend it as well as you can and then as part of the scenario they'll always put what we call a casualty and where an injured soldier is going to happen and then you've got a casualty evacuate this person to something called um a hls um a heli landing site helicopter landing site to get them out of I'd get them out of there and they always put the hls like 10k away up the biggest hill <laughs> we're not slept for four days you're carrying the biggest guy it's always the biggest guy the heaviest guy in the unit um on your shoulder up this hill 
sweating out. It's uh, yeah, and you get there, and then they're like, right, you're not finished yet. Pick up the log, and it just carries on and rolls over and rolls over. And I think we was going on that because it was more of like a mental game. We was going for about twelve hours nonstop of just constant beastings, jumping in rivers, crawling. Or it was, yeah, it was wow, that is that is as much physical as it is mental. I bet that's crazy. And was this like what we're we talking about? Is this five years ago? Uh, yeah, so this was, yeah, it will have been, it was about 2014, mid-2014, so it was just as I was getting, like, starting to get fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was enjoying like, your fitness. Yeah, it was before I was a PTI as well, yeah. um, but I was just like, for God's sake, is this never going to end, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, that, yeah. that's pretty cool, though, it's pretty cool. Um, in terms of, like, your training now, what does it look like? And, like, obviously, I've seen you train a few times in our gym, and you're an absolute beast, so obviously... You've taken some of that on yourself and you're so strict for yourself. Like, I remember, I think, probably the first time you came in, you, into the gym, you were like, oh, I've missed like four or five workouts this week because I've been doing, yeah, you were doing another assignment. So you did all four or five workouts in the same day. I was just yeah. like, that is crazy. Yeah, that's just my mentality of how I do it. Like, it's kind of like OCD. I can't miss any. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so if it's programmed, you've got to do it. Yeah, I've got to do it, yeah. So my own training at the moment, um, so I do CrossFit kind of training or functional fitness kind of training, if you will. Um, and most of it's training towards something called British Army Warrior Fitness Competition, which is sort of a, we can't call it CrossFit in the Army, it's British Army Warrior Fitness, but it is sort of roughly around that. Is that like, like the CrossFit Games for you? If you? Yeah, if you will, yeah, but it's a lot more tame. Um, it's something that, any Joe off the street who's never done CrossFit before, never done any lift, could be able to, to um, join into the competition and be able to do it. That's all pretty good, that. though. Is that, is that like an initiative the army are trying to take to get more people involved in fitness? Yeah, 100%. And you know what? It's working. It's rocketing through the roof. Like the first time three years ago, um, you know, you, at the finals, I think we had like 20 people. At the finals last year, we had 120 people turn up. And then wow. it's just building and building. And I mean, the finals, like of all the whole country like it's just yeah it's building and building and building it's meant That's yeah, my, yeah my training is towards that most of the time and I train with the guys because it's a team of three and so my we all train together and kind of motivate each other call each other fat and especially in the army I bet that's good and um, like when you started your fitness journey how like when sorry when you started in the army how long ago was that 12 years ago 12 years ago was the science really bad then? Like, did you get no deload weeks? Was it a lot of beastings then? Yeah, there was none at all. Like, literally, no, wow. no science at all. There was no programming towards it. The PTI probably going in the morning. He'd probably go, right, what we're going to do today is we're going to run. And then the next day, he'd probably go, yeah, we're going to run again. And then... <laughs> there was no thought process or, like, development. And I, I suppose that's why he didn't enjoy it. And then, obviously, like, five years ago, when you started to enjoy it more, was the more programming and science developed? Did you, like... Was it very reasonable in terms of it, you were actually going to get better without getting an injury? Or um, to be honest with the with the army back then, it, like even five years ago, it was still coming along the phase of learning how to, you know, learning about the periodization, and it wasn't enforced properly. Mm. But I think you know you can say the army was getting a little softer. It wasn't getting a little softer, but they were starting to realise that people are getting more injured with the with the kind of training that they was doing. Yeah. So I think like the RAPTC, the Royal Army Physical Training Corps, kind of sh like put a stamp on it and was like, you're only going to do this and this is what you're going to do like, and this is the formula you're going to follow. As as per my own training, I used the PT that I did before was a PTI in the morning 
as one of my own training sessions through the day. So I absolutely beasted it and give them a hundred percent every single time. Yeah. And then went and did my own session in the evening also. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's how I, that, that was my mindset into it. And you know, like I've used to talk about that Wednesday when you was having the kebab, but like, what were your thoughts and like, why did you want to start training? What was there any ent- extrinsic like factors? Was there anything inside you? Like, was there a goal at the end of it? Like, why did you, what was it that Wednesday eating the kebab? What was it about? Why? So I was, I was borderline 17 stone, six and a half, 17 stone back then. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't pass. Um, a military fitness test I, w- I was like failing and basically if you fail a military fitness test you go on something called a three month war order and you have three months to get fit and pass the fitness test well I didn't do that and you repeat that process over nine months and then you get kicked out of the army so I'd done it twice and I was on my last uh, last time uh, kind of last warning if you will before I was going to get kicked out of the army so I was like I, I three think months I'd, basically to sort like your fitness out yeah to sort myself out and Although I beasted it and, you know, I, I, I think I only just passed. I mean, you had to run a mile and a half in 10 and a half minutes pretty much. And I was running like 11.30, which is ridiculous, like for any soldier. Um, and I think I literally passed it with like maybe a 10 minutes, 10 seconds. And I was like, actually, I've seen an improvement over three months. You know, it can be done. You've lo- I've lost weight. I've knocked over a minute off my time. I'm just going to carry on going and carry on going. And when what I mean by at the end of my promotion course, when I got really fit, I ran like an eight minute, 30 second, you know, mile and a half. Wow. So I'm not too much time off, you know, over, you can argue maybe 12 to 18 months. I'd not so that time off and got as fit as a fiddle. And then went on my all-arms PTI course and out of 120 people, I came second as well. So, wow, yeah, that's some, impressive, man. Yeah, really good work, good work. Good work. I mean, and then did that just carry on spurring you on because you were seeing the improvements and like obviously you finished second, which is fantastic. And that, that made you want to become like a PTI to help other people in the same situation you were in? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 100%. I, I wanted to, to prove to people that you could lose that weight, you could get fit, um, and you can you can pass an arduous course like you can in the PTI, like, uh, the PTI course. And that's literally what I still do now. If somebody's at the back of a run, like some PTIs will scream and shout at them, some junior NCOs and senior NCOs will scream and shout at them. I don't do that. I'm like, come on, you can do it. You know, just encourage them. Because I think, you know, I, I know it's quite demoralizing to be at the back of there, and I know it's demoralizing to... You can sympathise with them, I guess. Exactly, yeah. But at the same time, I don't take no shit off them. Yeah. So I like sit them down and I'll be like, tell me about your diet. Right, okay, we're going to change that today. I want you to try this, something different. I'm going to weigh you in weekly. I bet um, that's massive though to have someone actually care about their fitness, care about their health, care about their nutrition and like actually spend that time to them and explain it because I bet when you were five years ago, you probably, like you said, your knowledge base wasn't there. So someone might not have sat down with you and said anything. It took you to do that yourself to be able to like understand nutrition a bit better, understand your body a bit better, understand like principles of physiology and anatomy um, yeah. and obviously you're taking that time to sit down with someone now and help them develop and obviously they won't forget that do you ever think that army's like missing out on some really really good people who like they, they let go by the lack of fitness tests uh, and the way that it was programmed 100 percent, yeah definitely um i mean the fitness tests now have changed the the, the whole new fitness test you know the RAPTC has revamped them and said right they're so dated from like 10 20 years ago we're going to try these new things now um to, to test all components of fitness and you know they're really well they, they do really work but they're a bit slack um in some ten some sense with the timings so some people who aren't really proud you know they'll 
do the bare minimum if they will, yeah. um, just to get the parts. Um, but yeah. So do you think it's gone to like the other end of the scale now? Do you think it's too soft or too easy or a little bit too easy? Uh, you, you can argue that. Personally, I think it's all about self-pride. Yeah. Uh, like if you haven't got enough self-pride to, to get the best results that you physically can, um, then that, that's up to you and that's the, you're only the person that's going to better yourself in that way. It says yourself. a lot about yourself yeah. as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So I suppose it's a lot more personal development as opposed to you have to meet these criteria. What is the criteria at the moment? It's like, what would a fitness test look like? What do you have to so pass? Do something called a soldier conditioning review, and it's uh, it's over six different bases. So you do something called a medicine seated medicine ball throw, where you get a four kilo medicine ball. You have to sit with your shoulder blades against the wall, and you just throw it forward. Um, it's like three point two meters, and then you do a two footed broad jump um, of one point four meters, where you've got to jump and land um, two footed, um, and then you do a one minute max deadlift. Um, well, they work. They say work one minute max. Basically, there's um, a scale of which you work out one minute max. So you do a minimum of three reps and a maximum of ten reps on a set weight, um, going up to 150 kilos maximum. So 150 kilos for um, ten reps. I think it gives you like a 220 one rep max or something. Um, it works out the scale. Uh, and then you do pull ups. Uh, now there's no minimum requirement for the pull ups yet because it, it was over review um, because obviously. Like not to sound sexist, but females struggle to do pull-ups. Yeah. Um, and if say a, a female in the infantry now, if they put a minimum t- minimum score for pull-ups of four, if females in the infantry can't do four, then they're failing that whole fitness test. Do you know what I mean? So we're just waiting. Oh, for yeah. the so needs to find like a happy medium in between there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so um, you do a hundred meter shuttles, so five twenty meter shuttles, um, and then you do a two kilometer run. Like the minimum time for the two kilometer run, I think, for any soldier, because it's age and gender neutral, by the way, it's exactly the same, no matter what age and sex you are. I think it's like 13 minutes, 10 seconds to run 2K. Wow, that's like, it's quite easy, really. Yeah, exactly. But if you want to be a PTI or a para, it's sub 810. So you've got to run sub 810 for a, two, for a 2K, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. So you can run, run, run that 2K in under 810. Oh yeah, I'm run, I'm running like six fifty at the moment. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's two so K? What's two K in miles? One point. So miles, a miles one point six me, one point six K. So right. it's literally so over, a mile. over a mile. It's like one point. What's 1. your fastest 1. mile? Because my fastest mile is a five thirty four. Oh, I've had like a, I've had like a five thirty, I think something like that. Wow. Five thirty, five thirty. Mine was indoors as well at the top oh, fitness track. Oh, so. Okay. That, that makes it a little bit easier for me. All right, that gives me a good time to train, try and get under 5.30. <laughs> good. And then, like, where do you see your fitness going then? Like, do you ever see, like, yourself competing in terms of, like, a CrossFit event outside the army or do you see CrossFit growing within the army? Like, where do you see your fitness going? Do you have, like, a set periodization that you want to achieve? Well, I've, 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 completed, in se- I've competed in several CrossFit events outside of the army. Oh, wow. Uh, winning a couple to be honest with you um we won um so we competed in the emergency services event in southampton me and my te- um me and my teammate we won that one and then um we competed in one in wigan just before christmas we won that one as well nice. so we're doing all right but i mean we don't win them all don't get me wrong we did another one um down here as well and we came fourth um, but yeah you know i'd like to i'd like to compete in quite a bigger event if i would in like my in like a an individual event like the rainhill trials or something i wouldn't mind going yeah. to that um and seeing what seeing what i could do mainly just uh, on an educational bit like i'm not expecting to win i never go to a competition expecting to win i go there to have fun and try my best 
and that's the mindset I go for. But obviously, if you do well, you do well. But I go there to learn, um, and you're always learning off other athletes. 100% yeah, I actually went to Rain Hill in its second year. Uh, I'd only been doing CrossFit for about a year, and it was really good. And then I remember I went and just watched a friend like three years later, um, and it was absolutely massive. Like when I went, it was just one category for men, one category yeah. for women, and then I think they had like a master's category over 45 or over 50 or something. And that was it. Like, it was nothing else. Now there's so many categories like RX this, RX one, uh, yeah, two, yeah. three. It was crazy. The amount of people that go now is mad. I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. You know, I am not the, I don't believe in everything that CrossFit does, but I think it's been fantastic for bringing more people into fitness, into health, thinking about training, weightlifting, powerlifting, gymnastics, metabolic conditioning. Can, it's it's helped all those areas it's helped so many areas it's been fantastic in terms of bringing people um closer to like understanding their own body and just closer to a community of fitness i think it's been really good but yeah how did you get involved in crossfit why did you start crossfit so i, I did normal weightlifting we call it beach weights at work because you you, you do that kind of training to look good on the beach <laughs> so we have a joke between the two guys so yeah i can I, I started i was doing beach weights for about I got three years um, while I was a PTI. And to be honest with you, I just got bored of the same routine. Like, you know, chest day, Monday, shoulder day, back day, arm day, missing leg day because no one trains legs when they're doing weights. Like, um, and I just got bored of it. And then I just started seeing, um, I got a new boss in and he started throwing himself around the gym, literally. He was on the rings doing muscle-ups, you know, and then he's snatching and he's doing this, he's doing that. And I was like, that looks quite, quite cool, you know. And he's absolutely hanging out. He was one of the fittest blokes I've ever met. And he's like hanging out. And I was like, what are you doing there? Because I never really heard of it. I mean, I'd heard of CrossFit, but I didn't really know what it was or what it entailed. Yeah. And he explained it. And he was like, just come and join me in a session. So yeah, I did. And then um, I think a couple of weeks later, I think we did Fran. Um, <laughs> what I want to get you started. How many yeah, rounds because, of Fran did you do? I, I did it all. I did the full 2159 because I was quite, I'm quite lucky because I just got butterfly straight away. Like I just yeah, literally. Really? You know, yeah, honestly, like I could, I could do, I could butterfly before I could kick. I just that's crazy. Got, yeah, it's mad. I could muscle up straight away as well. It was just one of them random gifts. Um, so yeah, I did Fran, and I think I got like six minutes, seven minutes, or something ridiculous. And I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna, like, I'm enjoying that. I'm gonna chase the time, and like, you know, see how low I can get. So yeah, yeah, I just wanna. And now I've set a goal. Um, I wanted to do it before obviously COVID. Um, for the end of the year, I wanted to complete a workout called Girls Gone Bad. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, which is Fran, Amanda, and Diane. Uh, Fran, Diane, and Amanda. Is it like yeah. similar to Fight Gone Bad? No, Fight Gone Bad's five rounds, isn't it? Yeah. Same exercises, minute on, and then a minute rest in between. Yeah. Girl Gone Bad is you got Fran, um, so you got five minutes to complete each workout. You got Fran, which is obviously twenty-one fifty-nine thrusters pull-ups, yeah. and, and then you got Diane, which is. Um, 2159 handstand push-ups deadlifts and then you got Amanda straight after which I think is 1297 ring muscle-up sna- uh, squat snatches well Fran's yeah. obviously one of the originals isn't she so I've done that one but I haven't done the other two yeah 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 I mean I've, I've tried it twice but I've never completed it really and you missed the five Diana, minute time cap yeah Diana always catches me out it's always caught me out like handstand press-ups I'm like go 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 and then I just kill myself off <laughs> like, stop yeah. yeah. Is it like and usually you get like 21 and then when you get to 15, is it that's when you struggle? Well, I get the 21 and 15. It's the nine that I struggle with at the end. I'm really? literally like nine with like one minute left. And I think, God's sake. And then if you don't get the five minute cap, you just roll into the next workout. So uh, 
load of burn on like it really is but yeah I wanted to set myself to to pass by, uh, girls gone wild at the end of it yeah what's the deadlift at 155 pound yeah I think so yeah 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 I think I have seen it actually awesome and to, obviously before we went on to this uh, podcast like we talked a little bit about like what you're doing now but what what's um what does COVID-19 look like in the army like what are you doing day to day like how has it changed your life so um, initially people was a bit confused with what was going to happen and you know how we we're going to cope with lockdown was things still going to go ahead um but now it's calmed down a little bit um it, it's it's rolling into like certain tasks so the lads and ladies are out on the ground at the moment from my unit and they're doing testing along the south um southeast so they're going to different um locations and they're doing the testing for the covid um I'm not going out there, so I basically sit back at headquarters, back on camp, and I basically help run the guys on the ground and make sure they're nice and safe and, and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so the rest of the guys, if they're not on that, then they're just kind of in lockdown, either at home or in the accommodation on camp, just waiting to be called in. Yeah. Um, I've got set stuff to do, like, um, I put it to the sergeant major that, you know, people still need to train and still, still do physical training, so... Um, one of the sergeants come up with a great idea to, sh- to track it through Strava. So I write a program for them that they can do at home, body weight and cardio car- um, kind of session. And I just track it through Strava, you know, and uh, if they're going to run, I can see how far they've done and how many minute miles they've done, awesome. you know. So do you yeah. create like a little group on Strava and you can just check when everyone's checked in and stuff? Because we do that yeah. at the moment. Like I have a couple of clients who are running um, and we all like, I just have them all connected to my Strava and I can just see, oh yeah, you've been on that run. Yeah. This was your yeah. mile pace. And then it's actually quite good because a couple of them will compete against each other. Like, oh, that, that was your time over like a five mile run. Oh, I'm going to try and beat yeah. that. Or they might like, um, one thing that's been really good is one of them will do like part of the guild wheel and like she told Ian that it was really nice. So Ian was like, oh, I'll go and run that part of the guild wheel then. It's quite a good little yeah. community. Just, I think that's yeah. been fantastic about COVID actually. Got a lot more people out on the bikes and running. Yeah, definitely. 100%. And I think... Um, people being able to do their own like kind of training or training at their own pace at home, I think it's going to, people are going to come out fitter as well. And I think they're actually going to enjoy fizz and they're going to find the love for PT as well. I, I think they're going to, yeah, I think I definitely think people are going to appreciate fitness more and health. I think they're going to understand how hard it is to do programming and how hard it is to like work at how to do all these exercises and train all the little bits and bats and what everything does. I think yeah. I think get people will like upskilled themselves. They will have, uh, gained a little bit of knowledge and uh, a little bit of respect, I guess, for the, the the industry as a whole and for themselves, which I think is fantastic. And uh, what do you think about like how you're going to progress in your career? Because I know you, you're looking for like getting a promotion. You're about to start a new course. Yeah, so um, so I'm transferring over to Royal Army Physical Training Corps, as I said earlier, um, which is the backbone and the head of all physical training within the British Army. Um, so I start that course. It's a nine months course. Um, so I promote to sergeant in July and I start that course, which is quite cool. Uh, move on from there and hopefully pass that course. <laughs> I'd like to think I pass that course. Um, and then from there, it's, it, you, you get posted to different units, but I want to go to Sandhurst. I do personally where they train the officers uh, and be the PTI there to start with because, you know, you go to one of the most prestigious training academies in the world. The princes um, and queens have, have gone to to train and done that training. I think it's amazing. Um, so yeah, hopefully go there and then I want, from there, I want to go and run my own gym uh, in a unit around the country somewhere um, and see if see what I can mould from there and see if I can share my story with some of the guys that are struggling from there and show them that you can go from 
being overweight and unfit to doing the all speaking I course to passing one of the hardest courses in the British Army into the RAPTC. Wow, that would be amazing. It'd be an incredible story as well. And you're well on your way to doing it and definitely think you will do it. So like when you get to the, where you want to be, how like high up will you be on the chain? Will you be like close to the top or pretty much running it? So um so I'll be a sergeant for a couple of years. Uh, when you go to your own unit, you promote to staff sergeant, which is one below sergeant major. Yeah. Um, and you're, the, you're that rank for the longest time, to be honest with you. But you're the only person on that camp that does that job. Like you're the only person that that's there. Like you run the all ons PTIs, you run the gym, um, and you're the you, you're there as an advisor for the commanding officer and the higher units to come to um, and say like, how do we do this? How do we do that? How do we organise an adventurous training package? How do we organise a sporting event? How can we better physical training? How can we manage um, weight management? You know, when you just you're there as, uh, as as that person, that individual, that middleman, if you will. That's awesome. And like, have you got some plans to change a little bit, like what's happening in the army and how it's run? So I think um, what they don't do in basic training or on annual testing at all is they don't tell people like what macronutrients are. They don't tell people how many calories you should be having on average through the day. They don't tell anybody about nu- nutrition at all. I, I want to change that. I, I, I do. Like, I want it to be part of basic training. Like, learn how to work out your macros and have a rough estimate. Like don't track it like rigid rigidly, you know what I mean? Religious religiously. Yeah. But just understand it, I guess. Understand it and realise that you need to have a certain amount of protein in your body to recover, otherwise you're not going to recover properly. You need to have a set amount of sleep, otherwise you're not going to recover properly, you know? Hydrate, you need to be drinking all the time, like not beer, drink some water, you know, you know. And that's literally what I want to change as soon as I badge into into the PT core, which is like, yeah, I've already started writing papers and stuff about it. So really, wow, yeah, that's, so. that's amazing, mate. When are you back up in Preston anyway? When you're training at Arjun? So, uh, hopefully, I'm on leave. Well, I'm meant to be on leave before I start my job in July, uh, but I don't think you're going to be open. But <laughs> until then, are you? Um, well, we might so, be open Fourth of July. Well, I might be back then. If I'm back, then I'm coming in for a training session. <laughs> but I miss a barbell. Uh, but if not, then it'll probably be around September time when I get my first week's leave in between my um, my first term. Yeah, I'll come up there. And awesome. We've got some new jerk blocks coming tomorrow, so that's quite exciting. Yeah. So, yeah, we're excited to see them. And we've got a log as well. So, yeah, we'll have really? to see what you can do with a log. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you ever done any log training before? Oh, never, never. Oh, mate, it's good fun. What can you push press? My pu- push press, I think it's 95, my push press. Well, it's split jerk. Well, my split, split jerk, jerk a log. My split jerk's not great. My push jerk's better. Oh, is it better? Uh, well, you yeah. probably get like 95 on, you'll probably get close to 95 on the log then. And the log oh, really? starts at usually about 80 kilo, 70 to 80 kilo. Like it, that's already its weight. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty heavy to start with, mate. It's pretty good though. It'll be good fun. But yeah, we're looking what forward to having you down, bud. And thank you for joining us today. If you could give one tip to anyone like looking to start a fitness journey, what would you give them? One tip, literally just one. Um, I'd say um, set yourself um, a physical and a mental goal in the future um, and just chase it as well as you can I think mental targeting is is 90% of the battle um, to do with training if you can mentally prepare yourself to train then you're going to go train awesome um, yeah, do you still do your programming by the way yeah yeah we do yeah, yeah, so yeah. where can everyone catch your programming um, so you can follow uh, Innate Coaching on Instagram, um, and that's where most of the things is, and on Facebook as well, Innate Coaching. Um, so yeah, if they want 
Any if advice? you want to follow uh, Danny's journey, or if you just want to ask him a question, you know, you might want to join the army. You might want to be, you might be in the army and want to be a PTI. You know, you might want to know a little bit more about his story and his experiences. Definitely go and follow him. Uh, I'm sure he'd be more than welcome to take your question, guys, or even yeah. train with you. But, um, <laughs> I would definitely say train with him at your peril. It honestly, <laughs> it just looks disgusting every time we watch you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, bud. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me.